0: Episode 8, The Ocho, 8, wow, it has already been 8 episodes into our podcast, with a few bonus episodes in the middle. Podcast is Talking the Walk, Real People Seeking a Real God. Uh, I appreciate some of the feedback received between last week and this week's episode about the conversation we had, uh, Tracy, Lar and myself with Dave Miller, about his life story, uh, explicitly focused around Uh, relationships in the past and present and uh, the viewpoints he has on those and um, walking away from those experiences with something tangibly to learn about his relationship with God and and how to uh, take that relationship deeper and further Uh, this week though we are stepping into some new territory Tracy and myself, in large part, are sounding off on a sermon that was given up in the Minneapolis St. Paul Church of Christ. Uh, it's actually part of a sermon series. The series was called "Crossing the Line," and um, it's a series devoted to topics surrounding racism, race, culture, as well as the kingdom, meaning the the kingdom of God. What is it? What does that mean? It's a very Bible, church term, but what could it practically mean in relation to all these other very, very tangible topics such as race, racism, culture, and and how our lives intersect with those? So, Tracy and I are going to sound off on that. If you haven't heard those comments, the link to that uh, media will be in the description of this podcast. Highly encourage you to check that out. It's not necessarily required listening, but it will put a lot more of the types of things that we're talking about into context, as well as cover, in large part, the the racism um, section of what we're going to get into in many ways that is a that is a springboard of our conversation into perhaps a much more deeper fundamental issue that we have in the world today uh, when we put one person next to another person and start to consider uh, that other person and their perspectives, their history, their experiences, their culture, and everything that 's wrapped up in that and so, without any further ado i can 't really summarize that um, message from uh, Michael Burns up there in, in Minneapolis, St. Paul, better than just saying go check out the link. So we'll jump into the conversation between Tracy, Lahr, and myself, and catch up back up later.
1: Well, okay, well, for, well, first of all, you know, like, why are we talking about this? Why why this subject? And I think one thing is is that it's it's very appropriate for where we are in our world and our culture right now. For, for many different levels, uh, things have really heated up
0: over the past uh, year or two years yes yeah
1: yeah i mean certainly racially between black and white um you know with with the the, the proliferation is that the right word of of or the publicity or whatever of 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 the um, the, the black lives matter movement uh, spawned by uh, what is what is seen as police brutality and what seems to be that's exactly what it seems to be in, in certain circumstances and, uh, and then of course the the police respond with blue lives matter, you know and uh, they they come back in that and then uh, obviously now we're in the middle of a political race and and as we record this is it's literally the day after Donald Trump or two days after Donald Trump made his big announcement of uh, we should stop all importing of Muslims If
0: he were president, he would just uh, right.
1: you know we need to stop all Muslims from coming to America until we can figure out how to fully vet them and whether or not they are terrorists or not, mm-hmm. which it was interesting. I was working out this morning and watching, I think, NBC or whatever. They had a focus group of just 23 people mm-hmm. uh, picked at random to kind of represent a slice of the pie, you know, America. And um, they were they were uh, men and women, white and black. And it was about 40% of them agreed with Donald Trump. And there was no uh racial uh, you know equality or whatever I mean there was white people and black people that agreed with that stance, mm-hmm. and there were men and there were women that agreed and mm-hmm. on the other side too, it wasn't like you know all the southern white folks agreed and all, mm-hmm. or what it wasn't that way at all and so I realized that that you know this issue of how we view other people that are not like us, mm-hmm. whether it's racially mm-hmm. by skin tone or whether it's culturally. Um, what I mean by culture is there, there's also this thing going on with, with Russia mm-hmm. and Vladimir Putin and, and particularly people from my generation and, and older who, who were raised in the Cold War and raised with the, you know, the whole former Soviet Union and Russia's was the big enemy, the big red enemy, you know, and, uh, and, and so we've still got this in bed. You know, well, you can't trust those guys. You can't. Mm. They're this. They're this. They're this. Um, so it's 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 you know they're they're white just like if you put a a, a mm. Russian and an an American side by side two white guys you couldn't tell which one they were unless they opened their mouth right. Mm. So it's not just how they look. Mm. It's not just their religion. It's it can be culture, culture, nationality. Sure, sure.
0: Ideology with communism and
1: the- yeah, yeah that type of thing, political things and then yeah and, and of course with the political race heating up we have uh you know bigotry uh in but based on politics like well you hear it all the time all republicans think this mm-hmm. or all democrats think this mm-hmm. uh you know type of a thing which none of these things are true if it's not just because someone is registered a a democrat or registered as a republican does not necessarily mean they believe it doesn't force their hand yeah right or that you know all of them b- believe mm-hmm. exactly the same the same thing and but we do that you know we, we so i i think the subject is very appropriate not pertinent, mm-hmm. pertinent. yeah i i it's not just racism mm-hmm. and you know we're going to refer a lot i guess in this particular podcast to a video mm-hmm. that came out of the uh, minnesota church and and uh, they did a forum and a four-part lesson. I don't know where the other parts. I only watched the first one.
0: Okay. Well, we can put that first part of that link in the And then we can put
1: that link in the, on, on the website. So, yeah, I mean, if yeah. you're wondering what is this, go look at it, you know, type of a thing. I don't know about the others, but you can find them. Mm-hmm. Same place you're going to find the first one. Mm-hmm. But um I like the way Michael Burns, uh who is one of the teachers uh in the church there, said that racism is a type of bigotry.
0: Mm. Okay
1: uh mm-hmm. type of prejudice uh obviously based on you know, race or, or or skin color mm-hmm. um i and i guess it wouldn't necessarily just be you know black white would that that's stereotypically what we call it in, in america yeah but there
0: know. could be racism in other places around the world where Certainly. it's just us us look like this this right we look like this you look like that mm-hmm. so there are differences. But in America, we feel the the black, white.
1: And that is the most prominent that we feel, although mm-hmm. I think Middle Eastern is, is, and, and white, uh, you know, is rising. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is interesting is, is that there's, uh, there's the many black people that may feel the same way concerning the Middle East, mm-hmm. uh, which is very interesting. And so there's white people and black people who maybe they don't trust each other, but the enemy of my enemy is uh my friend type of a thing so <laughs> it, it can make you know uh, a, a strange mix mm. all of a sudden we're Americans now uh, no matter what race we are yeah,
0: the melting pot <laughs>
1: exactly um i think that what interests me most bob about the the whole thing is not so much as the 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 study or the examining of of racism mm-hmm. Um, which I think Michael did did a good job. He helped me to see some things, um, in 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 his presentation in that first that first video that we were referring to. Mm-hmm. But Very I think much a history lesson is a, is a thumbnail history, uh-huh. and and some of it, I I think when I looked at it, I I keep asking why 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 you know what mm-hmm. motivates, and I think what motivated what motivates slavery right now is racist I mean what motivates racism i'm sorry was the slavery mm-hmm. problem uh, or the slavery situation in in, in early America, mm-hmm. and it set the tone it set the the, the culture mm-hmm. for this racist racism but I don't think slavery was racism slavery was economic yeah. uh, and and as Michael mentioned, slavery has been around since the dawn of man. Mm-hmm uh and, and and you know i talk about uh having had a, having a native american in my blood or whatever uh, they they captured another tribe and drug off slaves all the time it was a mm-hmm. part of the culture mm-hmm. that they had and it was not a a race race issue it was a conquer issue it was a economic issue i'm stronger than you you i will force you to work for me which produces my net worth
0: yeah. And one point point in the history lesson in terms of justifying the the economic situation mm-hmm. is looking on this this slave as subhuman.
1: Right. Like Yeah, but that's that's to justify my guilty conscience. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That, that that gets that gets into a whole nother study of the whole how we think and the whole anatomy of peace thing and I know what I'm thinking is wrong on some level, so I've got to figure out how to justify it to myself. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, here's this, you know, here's this new scientific teaching of evolution, mm-hmm. uh, that can justify my inconsistencies mm-hmm. in my moral and
0: ethics. So, essentially and and I'm on the same page with you yeah. too. After after hearing that, and then also looking at, you know, examples in the Bible where people are talking about being slaves and slaves respecting your masters and stuff, and that not necessarily meaning. Slavery has always existed in the same way. Same form. Correct. Same form throughout time. I mean, there have been, did, yeah. been different approaches to slavery, some more like humane,
1: I guess, right. than others. And, well, yeah, perhaps. As, and, as humane
0: as you could be to as, as a slave. But I, I could just imagine, you know, there's, there's just a lot of ways to take it.
1: <laughs> well, there's also, and we've got to be really careful that we look at everything. We look at everything through the lens of the past 150, let's say to, to 250 years, mm-hmm. um, and and what happened here in America, and we looked at that even through the lens of how we see morality and ethic ethics right now.
0: Yeah, post civil rights movement,
1: all of yeah. that stuff, right? Which people a hundred, I mean, a thousand years ago mm. did not. They would think we were insane. They would look at us as just as crazy as we look at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I'm not trying to justify it or anything. I'm just saying that's just the reality. And you got to sometimes realize, okay, they're coming at this from a totally different uh, uh, perspective. But a- as I was sharing about, you know, with, the, with the, it being an economic thing, and I thought about the Bible, you know, as it talked about, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And, you know, even the American slave, it was economically Driven, it wasn't, and 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 how it all coincided with the the advent of this wonderful invention called the the ship
0: mm-hmm.
1: that could actually uh, uh, take someone who was a, a captured person on continent A and s- ship them all the way over the Atlantic so Ocean, so far from
0: home, right to so continent B. Elements, you couldn't yeah. do
1: that, you know, a hundred years even before. Mm-hmm. Type of things. I mean, when Columbus did, you know, we always hear about him, and he was he thought he was going to fall off the end of the earth and nobody knew what was going on and all that stuff. It wasn't, you know, when they realized, well, you can do this. Mm-hmm. And then you can grow things and build things and manufacture them and ship them back and make tons of money. Right. And so this love of money and commerce motivated all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And but it is true that that planted the the seeds of the racism particularly as a regard to the black and white relationships mm-hmm. in America now does it exist that was kind of the opening question in that in that video does does racism exist absolutely um but i do think it doesn't exist as much as it did certainly 150 years ago mm. Two hundred years ago, mm-hmm. and um the the wheels admittedly turn very slowly, yeah. but they're turning, yeah. and we are still uh, culturally speaking an unbelievably young nation mm-hmm. that's trying oh, yeah. to overcome an incredibly faulty foundation yep
0: that that's what I was going to say the backbone or the yeah
1: you know we have this constitution and the bill of rights and the, that says all men are created equal but w- that wasn't the reality back then exactly it was all white men who owned land or whatever exactly yeah. right some as some people said some people were created more equal than others yes and, right and some people weren't created equal at all but that was our f- incredibly faulty foundation and it, yes it still affects us uh, incredibly today it may take another 200 years to completely, you know, I mean, I'm certain it, it will uh, uh, always be in some people's heart because of sin and hatred and things like what will, will always be present. But because the, the economic engine is no longer a factor, mm-hmm. now it's only a, I don't know what it is, it's an attitudinal thing, it's a subtle thing that's not that old. 100, 150, 200 years old, and fresher in some generations than others, right? And so, and 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 certain generations they pass things on to their kids, and they pass things on, and sometimes it will take five, ten, six generations to to eradicate it, and we've already seen it. Mm. I mean, I, I, in my lifetime, I'm fifty, almost fifty four, mm. and I can remember being very, very young, and uh, in in the church I was attending we had a, a, a interracial couple
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i remember the older people and, and i was maybe junior high school age you know mm-hmm. type of a deal and everyone was i think i would use the term tolerant mm-hmm. not accepting i wouldn't i wouldn't go that far mm-hmm. this would be like early 70s mm-hmm. uh mid 70s and and they were tolerant of it but today, it's, 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 it's much more prevalent, much more accepted. So I, I I'm seeing even in my lifetime, hmm. is it anywhere near where it should be? I think no, certainly not, but mm-hmm. I can see, okay, let's throw in my children are much more, it's more common to them than mm-hmm. it ever was to me. Mm-hmm. When my grandkids get to be that age, it will be, I'm sure, you mm-hmm. know, the, the, the issues that to me were like, wow, this is, Mm-hmm. This is radical to a, to an 11 year old in Texas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: To, to, to them, it's going to be, well, yeah, sure. Well, well, what's the big yeah. deal? Exactly. I, I hope that's the case. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe this conversation helps us. To me, though, it, it, it's more interesting. And I'm interested in this conversation that we're, we're looking to have, um, in examining our own hearts and, and trying to look at what causes me to go there. And I think if we're all honest, and and this may be one of those controversial statements that people will disagree with me on, but it it doesn't matter because I'm right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You've got the mic. And I've got the microphone. No, no. We've all got prejudices. Mm -hmm. Every single one of us had them. Uh, If we look at it, if we call it um, being judgmental, Mm then we've all got it towards somebody i wrote a list down i said you oh, certainly there's race hmm. um one of them could be nationalism and and you know we mentioned that before as you talked about you know mm-hmm. communism or russia or north korea or or or, or whatever you know we've all got that. political could be democrat republican independent green party you know tea party Whatever we kind of we, we, we tend to classify people and we do that in our own minds. One is gender. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Well, women are this men are this, you know, and we kind of joke about it. But like the, the philosopher said, all humor's got some truth in it, at least in our hearts. Um, economic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, there most of the people, you know, I was most of the people. That's a wrong statement. Um, some of the people who are very poor assume the rich all think a certain way Mm -hmm. or the rich assume the poor think that that's, those are some things Mm -hmm. that can be in there. Of course, religious, uh, you know, and that's something that we have to wrestle with, uh, in our own church as we talk about other faiths and other religions and other things, you know, is does not lump everybody into one Mm -hmm. thought, philosophy, teaching, Mm -hmm. um, authority, you know, we can say, ah, all politicians are liars, or all mm-hmm. pol all they want is that well, that's a form of bigotry. Mm. Or all management. All management. Yeah, there's there's management and the workers. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole union movement was built upon this bias, this bigotry. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, anybody in authority is bad. Mm. Um so so there's all these different everybody's got it.
0: And you know it's even another layer on top of that? It can swell and be different at different periods of your life. I mean, especially with the nationalism one. Right. I just uh, commemorated Pearl Harbor. Right, okay. I mean, the thing that launched us, the thing that the government needed to pull us into World War Two. I wasn't around back in 1941. Yeah, nor was I. I. But okay. I could imagine... America was bonded together, and we felt like we can do this, we're going to come back right, against and right. we're we are for us and we are against the Japanese uh, them. and right. it was very this this is us, so it swells and it sure. becomes a big thing and so you've got all that list, but then you also have people's lives where they go through periods. so even the list. If you're. It's fluid. It's right. fluid. And yeah. so somebody in their life couldn't be painted one thing or another thing. They could be different things throughout their life. Sure. But we are still painting and, and, and analyzing and trying to compartmentalize. Certainly, yeah, certainly. All certainly. the time.
1: And, and, and I'm not trying to minimize the, the, the racial issues in America. Mm. Um, they, they're more, they're certainly bigger than just the black and white issues. Uh, certainly with the, with the Mexico right, right next to us and the, the, the the uh people saying we need to build a fence or we need to build a wall or the immigration from Mexico coming spanish in and, and you know. should, should should we have a national language and all kinds mm-hmm. types of things like that um I, I'm not trying to minimize that, but I do recognize I don't have a lot of uh national and or international political yank on the chain i I can't affect a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I can affect me. I can affect, the, affect the, the, the people I meet, the people I interact with. And I think if I can get a grip on my own judgmental attitudes, mm-hmm. which crop up all the time, they crop up, again, as I say, in every one of us. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can get a grip on that, then I can ultimately affect what's around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and to me, that's a, a more core
0: battle,
1: you know, a, a more core uh, examination. Mm-hmm. is Where does this come from? What am I really afraid of? What is God's heart? You know, when he says, I want every people from every tribe and every nation and every tongue, um, or, 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 or as he says, I want, God wants all men everywhere to be saved. And uh, God is not that respecter of persons. God is not an American. God, matter Jesus was Middle Eastern. Okay. He wasn't black and he wasn't white. <laughs> and, uh, despite popular drawings, in, in spite, yeah, 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 the, the, oh, the Renaissance. Cookies. That was mostly the Italians in the Renaissance period. And then they, that's where a lot of those paintings and statues and, you know, Michelangelo and all of that, they just make him look like him, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, in, 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 in spite of all that, how does God really want it? How do my, my judgmental attitudes get in the way of that? Because mm. ultimately, while I want everyone to be treated with respect and everyone to be treated with uh, equality, and that certainly would be, uh, is a right thing and a lofty goal, I will also recognize that ultimately I want everybody to go to heaven. That's a greater goal. And if my judgmental attitudes prevent that, I want to deal with it. And let's just say I eradicate all racial bigotry in my life.
0: It could morph and shift and.
1: Yeah, now, but, but what about national bigotry or,
0: elsewhere? Yeah, or political. And I think bigotry. about when I like stuff my feelings and I don't really want to share what's bothering me. And then it just lashes out somewhere else where I'm right. normally t- really chill. And my yeah, wife's yeah. like,
1: what the yeah your wife going on? <laughs> she's saying wait you, you, the response is not equal to the offense yes exactly. something else is going on right right so to affect the
0: core issue going on seems like a much more um i don't know uh reasonable way to go about it you're gonna get more done if you focus on that
1: i I, I would hope so I mean you, you wrote a question down as, as you you know kind of notes like what could we talk about you know things like that and you like what why do modern-day American Christians feel it's okay to be racist? Well, first thing I'd say is, is well, not all modern-day American Christians do feel like it's okay to be racist, right? Uh, although that's another one of those stereotypes that ah, you Christians, all of you think this, mm-hmm. you know. And and sometimes I wish people who call themselves Christians who are on TV mm. protest, I just you know, and yelling and screaming and acting like idiots. I just go, would you shut up? Mm. You are making Jesus look. Horrible. Mm -hmm. And some, you know, how do they do that? How do they, 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 they're, they're twisted. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'll just quote Paul. They're, they're, they're twisted Mm -hmm. and they're not speaking the truth. They are wrong. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and I'll be, somebody want to call me arrogant and judgmental, I will be, I guess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're just wrong. Well, this goes back to uh, the political, politically correct Christian. Yeah, I
0: mean, you're not afraid right now to say that that way of expressing faith is wrong because you're more interested in, in talking about God and in respecting God's way exactly. of doing things than these people's way of doing
1: things. Yeah, I mean, okay, can they believe that? Well, I'm, I guess it's, it's it's kind of like that that old uh uh adage about true freedom of speech. If yeah. if I respect freedom of spree- speech, then I have got to allow someone to speak. Even if I completely, totally disagree with everything they are saying. Yeah, but
0: you're not saying there should be silence. You're no, saying. No, no, I'm wrong. just saying
1: you're wrong. Yeah, you're, you're, you're mental. And please don't call yourself a Christian. Cause, you just, mm-hmm. <laughs> cause you're making Jesus look bad. Mm. Uh, you're, you're giving us a bad name. Uh, so, so, you know, th- but that is another issue. Yeah, because there are, you know, certain people, I, I've, I've seen people on television. It just makes me sick, you know, to, to blame what was it, three years ago or something, the earthquake in Haiti. Mm-hmm. And they said that was God punishing Haiti. That was, you know, God bringing down his wrath on the ungodly nation. And I'm just going, where do you get this, man? Mm-hmm. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, it could have been God. Could have been just that, that Haiti happened to be on a fault line that slipped up right about then. mm mm-hmm. And and you sitting back in in what a arrogant judgmental attitude and saying that in the name of Christ hmm. does nothing but inflame further anger, and I guess it does in me too. And so. we've already
0: covered yeah. in this podcast
1: <laughs> how.
0: Becoming a Christian and being you don't you, you don't have some lofty throne where you can you're protected from life. Life's gonna come right. at you just as much as come come at Haitians. You could be living
1: on a fault line yourself, uh-huh. exactly, or a floodplain, or whatever, right. or or a bus going down the road and loses its brakes. I don't. Know. Yeah,
0: we're we're all in this together.
1: Right. But uh, as it relates to racism, I look forward to the conversation. I mean, we're going to obviously bring in different people uh, from different cultures um we we'll, we we'll would certainly bring in uh some uh african Americans and when I say African Americans what I mean is is black people from America because I don't know that we actually have anyone from Africa mm. here no I don't think so not that um but but American. black Americans white Americans um uh, we've got some Chinese guys I think we're gonna try to bring in here mm-hmm. uh some I think that are chinese Americans some that are Chinese that are over here, not as immigrants but as students mm. and I think that's an interesting perspective it's like you're in our culture, but you're not trying to become a part of our culture. You're going to go back to to your own, you know, culture and land. You're here just for an education. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do they see things? Uh, which I think would be an interesting conversation yeah, to have. And and I think we're going to need to to bring in some outside other perspectives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to get uh, uh, Aaron and Yolanda in here as an interracial couple to talk about what they see and how they. Uh, handle the issues in, in our society. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in that way, I think that would be mm-hmm. uh, a great conversation. So these are things. And if people obviously have, um, uh, suggestions, you know, put them in the email there. Yeah. Uh, send it to them and say, Hey, why don't you ask? The, I'd love to hear this person's perspective or this person's ideas. But keeping in mind, I, I don't want this to just be about a black and white racism issue I'd, I'd rather go deeper into judgmentalism overall mm-hmm.
0: and i'm and, yeah i'm really interested to see where that could take us because you mm-hmm. wrote a little list and almost like at the very first episode of this podcast wrote a list of things we could talk about i don't think we would have been able to predict we'd be here at yet another list of things we could go yeah. down and be a, 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 you know um, investigating and really trying to tease out and yeah, getting different perspectives, I think, will only bring us to right. a place that we don't already can't already predict. And um if we have, but but I think keeping this core is central uh, mm-hmm. because I think if I examine, I didn't know any you were thinking about any of this today. Right. But if I go to sleep and wake up tomorrow, I think I'll be thinking about it and kind of considering what lenses do do I paint people in and say sure. you're you're like this, you're going to be like this and. It's just easier for me to live my life like that, (laughs) knowing, thinking I know what you think all the time because I've painted you like this and this. And and,
1: and surrounding myself with people that I have determined think similar to me on these these key Mm -hmm. issues. And one more I think that will be very, very vital to us that can actually spin off into another direction (laughs) is how do we as disciples of Jesus and followers of Jesus view those who have not chosen to be followers of Jesus Mm – and whose lifestyles okay like like particularly I'm thinking right now but with the, with the homosexual lifestyle mm-hmm. okay um that that's a hot topic in our culture today no. okay i know what the bible teaches mm-hmm. but beyond that how do i feel about it mm. how do i feel about the people who have said i'm not living by the bible though i've chosen this mm how do i feel about that mm-hmm. how do i feel about them am i judgmental towards them am i more judgmental towards the drug addict uh sinner than i am the uh corporate white collar uh accountant sinner mm-hmm. or the alcoholic sinner uh, you know than I am about the the lying sinner,
0: the lazy, sinner. or the lazy. Yeah, yeah. How, I, so
1: much. I, and and how do my personal prejudices affect how I share the gospel with people mm-hmm. and try to reach out to them? That's a whole other ballgame because, like I said, it's not just race or even mm-hmm. culture. Sometimes it's like sin. I've determined when I say sin, understanding I'm defining sin as something that is going against what God says. This is the way you go. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and I know some people don't consider it even sin.
0: Yeah. The way I think about it right yeah. now is like, what are those things that you kind of quiet your voice when you're talking about it,
1: or you're afraid to say? Yeah. Even or, on this podcast. or even afraid
0: to say. Yeah. And what are the things that, to God, if we were really listening to what God says, right? We would be we would be considering with with we would be handling with respect. We would right. be you know treating those as serious, but we just accept them in
1: 2015. Or, or we, we, we just, we don't consider them like, 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 the, like the, you said that the the people who call themselves Christians, but they're racist Mm. or do I call myself a Christian? And I'm also a homophobe,
0: Mm.
1: you know, can I say that that is a sin and that's not acceptable to God, but I, I, I don't hate you. I don't think you're disgusting. I don't think you're this or the, the, again, the drug addict, it's like. No, I think that's sin. I don't, this is not what God wants for your life, but I don't think you're the dregs of society and a drain on, on, on every, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of that's in us. Mm-hmm. If we're not careful, we, we, and how does God truly view, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus got criticized for hanging out with drunkards and tax collectors and prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Now, how do we really feel about the prostitute? how do we really feel about that am i really like jesus do i really love the sinner or is it i love most sinners but some sinners i just can't get with you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's
0: and then the kicker is i'm yeah. not in that group either
1: right well and so
0: justifying yourself and and your own cuz i mean you're always looking out for number 1 i'm mm-hmm. um, i'm not like them or i can change i know i'm i'm bad in these areas but yeah. i know i can i can change if i wanted to um, but, really, having sober judgment on yourself too. right maybe that 's something that 's not on the list is how you judge yourself oh wow, okay, you could be judging
1: yourself incorrectly mm-hmm. You're too hard on yourself don 't the Bible said don 't think of yourself more highly than you ought more highly than you ought which would presuppose you probably shouldn 't think of yourself more lowly than you than ought lowly than you ought either because right. he said what you do need to do is see yourself with sober judgment or, mm-hmm. or be see yourself clearly mm-hmm. uh, clear headedly mm mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's, I think where we're going to go on all this subject of okay. uh, maybe we shouldn't call it racism. Maybe no. we should call it judgmental or mm. something. I don't know, but uh, it's how I see people that are different than I, I am and mm-hmm. whatever those differences may be. How do I deal with my own mm-hmm. paradigms, my own prejudices, my own bigotry mm. that I may hate, but it's there. And uh, I, I've got to deal with it. Well, there you have it. Uh, I certainly
0: did not see the conversation going that way when we sat down. You'd think we'd plan everything out, but we want to try to be as real people as possible for this podcast. So in many ways, just trying to gather Tracy's thoughts and and what he was working through and processing as he was hearing some of the comments from that uh, that sermon uh, series up in Minneapolis-St. Paul. Again, if you haven't checked that out, I highly recommend doing so. The link to that media is in the description, as well as continuing on, not just from that first part to the other parts of the series. I've listened to them all myself and found them all to be um, very fascinating and, and really um, eye-opening in many ways to look at the world around me and, and people around me. In, in a new, more spiritual light, in, in a light that, you know, God would, would have us see. This by no means is the end of the conversation. That would be a bit backwards to be talking about, you know, experiencing other perspectives and for it to be two white males sitting around a table talking about uh, the <laughs> the whole gamut of perspectives. Um, and and we 're fully aware of that, and what we 're going to be doing over the coming weeks is trying to gather people around the table, not to talk explicitly about you know this topic we 're not going to force everyone to watch that sermon by. Uh, up from up in minneapolis and and sound off on and therefore get every perspective but in many ways what we're going to try to do is gather unique perspectives around the table to try to step this conversation forward and and sound off a little bit here and there as to how um, real events in people's lives decisions they need to make on a daily basis uh, career paths or family choices or uh, you know just experiences in general and cultures and how they might come together or clash, uh, how those perhaps could could inch us further and further towards god 's heart as to how we should treat one another, see one another, consider one another as uh, as Tracy mentioned in that scripture, considering others better than ourselves, certainly not something that comes to um, a natural you know grasp it 's something to be attained. Uh, too. And I'm looking forward to those weeks and those conversations. I hope you'll join us in listening in and then participating as well. Feedback loops through uh, Facebook or um, our email, ChampagneChurch at gmail.com. We really look forward to reaching out and pulling in as many perspectives around the table of this discussion as possible. Thanks.